0: What's up, my friends? Hello and welcome to the weekly recap of Side School. Uh, my name is Chris Gillibo, and we have just finished week number 34 of our third season. Episode 967 today this week featured a college student who pays for school by baking cheesecakes, a Spanish teacher who hustles on the side, and a blogger who earns $140,000 from her real estate course before it even launches. We'll talk about that a bit more today. Uh, very popular story uh, and a tremendous success, uh, of course. Now, I've also got an audio update for you from a good friend of mine named Joel Runyon. uh, And I want to dive deeper into that big online course success story, specifically to answer the question, if it's so successful, like if it's done so well, everybody loves it, you know, it's making lots of money. Why not keep it open all the time? Because when she did her product launch, she only kept it open for a week uh, and then closed it down. Uh, She's getting ready to do it again. But I think this time will also be a, you know, pretty short five-day window. Then it's going to close down once more for six more months. So why do it that way? Uh, But also I got one more thing for you. I found an interesting article this week uh, all about the world of phone farming, uh, which I just found fascinating. Like I say often, there's just so many crazy things happening in this new economy, uh, people making money. So phone farming, this is a Vice article um, that we will link up in the show notes. Uh, Basically the way this works, and like truth is stranger than fiction, on your phone, if you visit websites or use certain apps or play games, you're probably used to seeing a lot of ads. And typically you as a consumer don't get paid for watching those ads, Uh, but an ecosystem of websites and apps kind of flips that idea on its head. This is from that article. Uh, It says with a marketing strategy called incentivized traffic, app developers take advertisements or other content that companies want to get in front of an attentive audience and then pay that audience to watch or interact with them. So you think, okay, so far so good. That's not so unusual. Uh, You know, if you watch a bunch of ads, you can get paid, you know, a fraction of a penny for each one. Uh, you typically get paid a very, very tiny amount for watching those ads. So it's not really a lucrative thing to jump into. Um, But the question becomes, like, if you just think about this logically, uh, what if you could create an automated process where your phone is set up to play ads all day? And then the next question is, why limit it to only one phone? Okay, so this is the world of, as I said, phone farming, thus the phone farm, where people buy dozens or sometimes hundreds of cheap Android phones, uh, which can cost as little as 10 to $15 and then set them up using this elaborate system and all these different networks to play ads all day. And if it works well, the phone farmers get paid every month, sometimes a few hundred dollars, uh, and in the case of one guy mentioned in the article, around $2,000 a month. Now, I am not necessarily endorsing this. Uh, Just to be clear, I'm not suggesting that anyone go out and do this. Uh, I just found it to be a fascinating look, uh, again, at the bizarre economy and strange incentives that come about because of technology and online advertising. Um, and I also found, in addition to the article, uh, a detailed YouTube video uh, where you can learn the basics of how to set up your first phone farm uh, in like 20 minutes or something. I think I watched about half of it before my ADD brain kicked in. You know, like I've never actually seen a whole TED talk. I've seen like the first you know seven minutes of a lot of TED talks, but I'll link that up just in case anybody wants to see it as well. Um, so my main comment on all of this is, this is a lot of work. Like, if you have the ability to oversee a phone farm of you know 80 phones set up on this rack, you got some incredible pictures of people doing this, like in your house, and like you figured out how to, you know, have the phones playing ads all day, how else could you harness your creativity in a more effective way? It kind of reminds me of network marketing, in a lot of ways where, you know, 98% of people fail in that business. So it's not a good thing. And I often say that, and I always get complaints from the, you know, one person in 100 who is successful. And I always say to that person, well, you know, good for you. um, But your case, your experience is not at all representative of what most people experience in that field. And so if you have found a way to be the one or 2% that's successful, good for you. But how much more successful could you be in doing something different? Like this whole game is rigged against you. So if you found a way to overcome, you know, what else could you do that would probably bring you a lot more success? Anyway, I didn't mean to get sidetracked there, but the world of phone farming, I thought it was interesting. Uh, we'll link it up at sidehustleschool.com slash 967. All right, let's talk more about Paula Pant from episode 961 this week. Uh, big success story, really big story of, of Paula, who again, made something like, you know, $140,000 before the course was actually open through this paid beta program she did. And then once she opened for her first official launch, more than $200,000. Okay, it was a $1,000 course, and, and more than 200 people signed up for it. Uh, and At that point, all of the development costs had already been paid for, essentially. So, you know, if 200 people sign up, she's basically making $200,000, which is pretty cool, Right. And it kind of begs the question, you know, if you've been able to create this, you know, incredible product that has so much demand, um, you're an authority in this space, like Paula has done everything right, essentially, uh, why just have it open for a few days? And, you know, what's the whole point of like closing it down for six months and then doing it again? Why not have it open every single day? Because chances are, you know, even if you're not going to sign up a ton of people every day, if you could get it to where one person a day is buying your $1,000 course, you know, that's, that's pretty good. Well, obviously, there is a reason, and uh, I'm sure some of our listeners figured it out. Um, but basically it's that you know, by doing this product launch, you know, once a year, or in her case, I think she's going to do it twice a year, so biannual, it just creates so much more momentum, it creates uh, a sense of scarcity. It creates a sense of like, oh, you know, I've been reading Paula's work for a long time, but this is my only chance, you know, to buy this course. Uh, and also she really wants to focus on the students who sign up. So by introducing them in cohorts, essentially, that's preferable to having them come in every single day. Because if you have a cohort, like let's say her next launch also brings in 200 people, well, then she can focus on that group of 200 uh, before she prepares for, you know, the next group that is to follow. Okay, and a lot of people follow this model. I mean, Marie Forleo, another friend of mine, uh, has a product uh, or a course, I should say, B-School. And if you have been on the internet in the past 10 years, uh, especially in certain circles, you've probably heard of B-School. Well, B-School is open for registration one time a year. Pretty much in the spring for a few weeks. There's a whole, you know, detailed, incredibly elaborate pre-launch process um, that goes into it. Uh, and you know, B School could probably sell every day if it was open or available every day. But it's far more effective um, by becoming an event, by becoming something that people look forward to. Um, and there's just so much more momentum and anticipation around it. Um, B School is now a multi-million-dollar business mostly because Maria's done a great job in investing in her students and creating a quality product, um, but also because of this marketing approach of scarcity, of creating an event, anticipation, momentum, etc. Okay, lots to take away from that. Uh, let us jump now and hear from Joel. Or actually, in a moment, we're going to do a shout out to our sponsor, uh, sponsor shout out, and then an audio update from Joel, uh, who does the impossible. I'll come back and have some commentary about him as well.
1: Hi, this is Joel from Austin, Texas. My Side Hustle is MoveWell app and I was featured on episode number 381. MoveWell is a movement and mobility coaching app. So we show you how to stretch and foam roll for your specific goals, whether you're an athlete or you're just sitting down and have back pain all day. When I was first on Side Hustle School, I had a partner in the app and we had only shot a few different routines for a few different goals. Since then, Uh, I bought out my partner, we are in different stages of life uh, in different stages of entrepreneurship and I bought him out in order to be able to focus more on the app and continue to scale it. And since that happened, uh, we've been able to do another video shoot and basically double the number of movements and routines in the app. And we've also built out a feature where we were able to schedule out routines for release in the future so uh, we can continue to be consistent and Uh, create new routines for people's goals no matter what they are Uh, and that's really important since we have a paid subscriber base and they're always looking for new content what I'm working on next is just continuing to create more routines more movements and more content what's nice about the app at this point is that from a feature set is we've got most of the features in the app that we want to add from here on out it's just adding more content adding more routines adding more tutorials and adding more value to our customers and so that's what we're really focused on and we're pretty good at that at this point so it's great that's my update if you want to check out mobile app it's at movewellapp.com thanks
0: awesome thank you so much joel appreciate that update uh, and by the way the, the app that he's talking about MoveWell app uh, this is just one of his projects uh, joel is kind of like me he's a serial side hustler uh, the the episode that we featured him on number 381 Uh, was entitled, Side Hustler Gets Paid to Run Seven Ultra Marathons on Seven Continents. Uh, So that's one of the things he's known for. Foam rolling is so important. I use my foam roller every day, or at least I intend to. It's one of those things that I've got the foam roller, you know, right here in my office. And most days I use it, and I always feel better when I do. Uh, So get a foam roller, and Joel, keep creating content. Uh, Everyone, in addition to MoveWell app, you can follow along with him at impossiblehq.com or joelrunyon.com all of which we will link up on the notes page. More updates to come, more stories to come, more fun surprises to come. Actually working on a bunch of stuff for the fall that I am looking forward to sharing with you. I am most grateful for everyone listening to this program every day Uh, from all over the world. Tens of thousands of people tuning in every day to hear stories, uh, perhaps to get some inspiration, perhaps to get some practical guidance, And also to understand that uh, if you're out there and you've got an idea of of doing something that's different or doing something that maybe other people don't understand, uh, but you want to do it because you want to invest in yourself and you want to to create some kind of project that earns money apart from your day job. uh, Well, that's a good thing. It is a wonderful thing that is worth your effort. Uh, So I'm honored to be able to produce this program for you every day. I also want to say a big thanks to some of the folks on our team, including producer Chuck Reed, content manager Whitney Karinick, community liaison Jed Chang. I think he's in Hawaii this week. Uh, Mahalo, Jed, for all your hard work. Cat Herder, Tina Hart, and the official show cat, Libby Gillibo. All of us together are part of the Onward Project, curated by best-selling author Gretchen Rubin. Be sure to check out her show, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, as well as Happier in Hollywood and Do the Thing from Melissa Urban. If you're enjoying the program, I'd be grateful for a quick rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Just takes a second and it helps other people discover the show. In most episodes, I mention that inspiration is good, but action is better. It's because I hope that you'll take action. I hope that this will be helpful to you in a practical, specific way. I look forward to hearing about what you're up to, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow and every day next week. Consider this, as I said, a short daily investment in yourself. Episodes go online at 6.01 a.m. Eastern Time. My name is Chris Guillebeau, and this is Side Hustle (laughs) School.
1: onward project.